0: My brothers and sisters, I love you. Thanks for being with us today. I am so excited to share today's guest with you. Uh, I spoke at a parish in Virginia uh, a couple years ago and met one of the most inspiring people that I've been blessed to know. A member of uh, Navy SEAL Team Six, been on over 350 combat missions and um, (laughs) you know, Every time I talk to Dom, he ends the conversation with, crush everything. So he lives this life that really takes that warrior spirit and combines it with the Christian life and the desire to be a saint, both of which fit together really well. By the way, if you're squeamish about that whole war language with the spiritual life, it's all over the Bible, so don't kill the messenger. This is from God. Uh, and There's a lot to learn from this, from this guy and from that, that whole analogy of faith. So thanks for being with us. We're going to dive right in. I love you, man. I love you too, man. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, of course. And uh, I'm honored to have you here. And thanks for your service too. You. I want to say that on behalf of everybody watching. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, brother. What what made you want to be a SEAL? Is that something you always dreamt of since you were a little kid? It was. I had a, I have a
1: buddy, John, that I grew up with across the street. We literally had a bet when we were kids. We must have been like nine. We made yeah. a bet with each other. Uh, sitting on the front porch like, one day we're going to be SEALs. I'll bet you that you know, <laughs> I'm going to do it, do it first. But he had said what it was. And as soon as we started to research it, we realized that these guys were, these guys were the, the dudes. They were oh, yeah, at the tip yeah, of the spear. Yeah. And it just intrigued us to that level to seek that. You know, we did all the things, playing manhunt, you know, trying to do trade craft out there, making bows and arrows. And mm. we just were led to the point where we realized that that was something that, that fired us up. And I, I, my whole childhood, I would surf torture myself. I mean, I literally, we trained each other to do that. <laughs> We literally probably did a lot of things that you weren't supposed to do. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That were unsafe. Things you don't recommend.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But as my heart started to form, you know, as a child, I mean, I went down a really dark path, Mm. really dark path. Right around at the time where I avoided my confirmation and didn't do it, I went down, hung hanging out with the wrong people, the wrong road. Both my parents kicked me out of the house. I mean, I was in a bad place, really, Mm. really bad. And I had always remembered that dream, you know, and, and even my friend John at the time, I kind of rejected him. You know, it's all the things that you do when, when you're living in sin, when you're living in that way of life that rejects all the good and righteous things around you. And ultimately, I woke up one day and, you know, just to explain a little bit about how dark it got, I, I literally got to the point where mm. I was thinking about taking my life. Wow. And I... In high school? Uh, no, it was after high school. Wow. It, it was... It was Pretty much, I didn't finish high school okay. at the time. Wow. And so right after I left high school, I ended up going to get my GED. But yeah. right after I left high school, that was when I, I was at my lowest and my low. But at that moment, I will never forget literally God putting his hand on my shoulder and feeling Whoa. God's presence being like, turn me around 180 Praise God! and saying, this isn't the path you're supposed to be on. Wow! And the next day I was at the recruiter's office, now, wow. malnourished, skinny, you know, looking at the recruiters. And they were la- literally laughing at me like, you, you want to be a Navy SEAL? They're like, that's cool. Here's the paperwork. <laughs> and like just totally brushed me off.
0: Wow, But That's, the,
1: that's the journey. Uh, that spark of, you know, knowing that I wanted to do it, going down that dark path, that dark valley, being able to pull myself out of that. With, with God's grace, and mm. it completely changed my life. I love
0: hearing of God's direct action in people's lives. It's like, 100%. it didn't come through a youth conference or anything like that. It's like It's literally Him directly stepping in. No he still loves us. He's still with us. It's so cool, man.
1: Yeah, there's no okay. other way to
0: explain it. Praise God. And I, and I love how we used your dream, too, to, to bring you full circle back to Himself. You know, our, some people think like there's the holy stuff in life, and then there's the dreams and, and ambitions that we have. Which can be tainted by self-centeredness, but God even uses that, you know. But all that's like our dreams are ours for a reason, right? And it was probably one of the few things. I'm like, like, there's the 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 quest for virtue and formation of yourself. I mean, those things tie into Christian life, and without that, you might have just been smoking weed, you know, for the next twenty years and yeah. not doing anything with yourself. Um, wow. So, so you're in you're you're trying out for the seals. This is the thing you had in mind, the goal. Most people who try for that dream don't make it. They don't make it, you know. Um, which, you know, quick tangent, if you're going for a dream, it's so that you become who God wanted you to be, not necessarily so that you'd accomplish exactly what you had in mind, right? And that's right. and that's cool. Like there's gotta be a healthy detachment. But what, what percentage of guys make it into seals who, who go into buds?
1: Just to put it into perspective, there's so many different variables from the day that guys are like, I want to be a SEAL, yeah, all the way until you actually get your trident and go through a team and, and go to the level that I was eventually uh, blessed enough to go to. Is just to isolate buds itself is like we started with 225 guys, yeah. and about 13 of those original 225 made it. That's just in that's just in buds,
0: dude.
1: That's just the guys that started and got their tridents, right? So wow. that was down to nothing. And then when you get to your team, you lose more. You go through training, you lose more. Wow. Um, I mean, it the odds are like against itself. Yeah. The and time. then there's
0: Seal Team Six, which you were on, which is the Seal of the Seals. Yeah. I don't know which how, how you articulate that, but you're right. seeing most of the action. Um, so, it's, yeah, saying I want to do that is kind of like showing up and saying, hey, I have a new guitar, I want to be a famous guitarist. It's like, okay, well, I hope you like playing guitar, but I can't promise you that. Yeah. What, um, you know, again, held a detachment from how things end up, but what qualities did you see in guys that made it through?
1: Purpose. Mm. Purpose and a why. They had a strong why with what mm. they did and what they believed in. Um, No matter how bad it got, no matter how cold it got, no matter how much something really sucked, you could look in a guy's eyes and know that he knows why he's there. Mm. You know, he's got a vision, a purpose. I always had my nieces and nephews and my family in my heart to why I was doing this. You know, I wanted to be at the tip of the spear, but it was always like, okay, well, why do I want to do that? There's a purpose for me going to do this job. So I think a strong why really Mm. separated guys. And that set the foundation for them to be great warriors, great men.
0: Mm. Dude, I, I think uh, for a lot of guys who who don't make it, it's it's and part of the reason they probably put people through such a grueling process is to make sure that they really want it. Is, is to to weed out the people who aren't strong enough. Why? My brother-in-law, he, he was in buds and he rang the bell. Uh, he he was getting, he was the top of the class and he was loving it. And he's like, at, once he hit Hell Week, he just realized. I don't want this that bad. <laughs> I literally yeah. want to say I'm a SEAL more than I want to be one.
1: Yeah.
0: And, but then he ended up serving uh, with your team in a support role, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but that, that why, that's, that, I think that you know, to bring it full circle and tie in the, 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 your Christian conversion and the SEAL thing, um, that's what drives you through life as a, as a Christian man, as a dad. That's correct. It's hanging on to that why. And that's under constant attack, isn't it? It is. I mean, and there's the real warfare.
1: That's the full circle of of realizing. So we ask ourselves, well, what forces guys or pushes guys to the level that they make it? when well, you've the strong why, right? We have a very specific mission set. You know, we're like, hey, we're going on target. We're kicking the door down. This is what we're doing. And it's kind of easy, almost in a sense, to be very focused that much. But when you take that off, when you take the the confines of the military, and the structure, and all of a sudden, a guy gets out, right? And you don't have this government system to kind of push you through to get you to the door like we were talking about before this started. That essentially starts to break down. You're like, wait a minute. I did have a strong why, but now all these other things are in play. You're out Mm -hmm. in the real world. I have a family. I have a wife and kids. I have a a real job. I have to be a service to my community. And then that's where the Mm -hmm. faith element starts coming into play, where it's like, if you don't have that, I just watch guys you know, and, yeah. and, and we all know guys that have struggled oh, yeah. deeply. Yeah. Um, and that's not just in the military. That's any part of life, yeah. you know, without having that strong faith. You know, there's all these things out there to help guys, all these types of therapy. And I can't help but to mm. have a hard time with most of them in the sense of, hey, guys, you're not, mm. you're not doing that first. And that's your biggest healing and therapy that you will ever lean mm. on because I've watched it. And I know that I've been in my own dark paths, my own dark journey. Not even before the military, but during losing guys and going through that, and and seeing my own healing journey. That's mm. why I think God, you know, call it God's permissive will, that I was able to see some of the things that I did. I mean, I did a lot wrong. You know, I'm not. I'm so blessed and thankful to be here today. God. But it's because of those things, those experiences, that adversity that allowed me to see these things differently mm. and through a lens of like when people are hurting, like we want to be able to love them where they're at and meet them and, and understand what they're going through, it's hard to do that when you haven't really been there yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why, you know, warriors and, and people that have those experiences mm-hmm. are so valuable to, to the community.
0: The, con- the conflict purifies us too, right? It's like in weightlifting. The resistance is what builds a muscle. And I, I think a lot of a lot of saints went through the experience of, of trauma in war. And I think of St. Francis, he was a prisoner of war. I mean, it, absolutely traumatized some of the things you read about in, in, in his uh, early saintly life when he's rejecting the world it's like oh you had ptsd dude <laughs> you know <laughs> like there's there's some stuff he was acting out of like that, that today they would probably name it that right and uh, uh you know god god worked through that he worked in that to make him saint francis uh saint ignatius another founder of a religious community they almost lost his leg because a cannonball hit it ouch right um <laughs> So God uses all that, and, I, and I, there's that silent war that happens after the war, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where you're not only struggling for, okay, what's my why? Which is a Christian, no love and serve God in this life be have with him forever and the next, right? right. Uh, you're struggling to find that, that new identity in Christ, but then you're struggling with wounds that came from war um, that also lead us closer to God when we don't lose the the, the, the true north, right? Correct. Um, I want to talk about about that with you a little, man, and, and, and your, your incredible resilience. Uh, tell me about Extortion Seventeen.
1: So that was still to this day the biggest loss of life on in the war on terror. Yeah. You know, which is crazy to think about. I literally served with all those guys. I mean, if you don't know what it is, you know, Google it real quick. You'll find out really quick. Don't get caught up in the conspiracy. But the bottom line is, is you had all these men willing to jump on a helo to go back up their brothers that were in a contact. They were in a bad spot. And so we, I've been in so many different situations like that where we would stand by for anybody that needed it. And it didn't matter what level we were at. It's like, look, if you were in a fight and you needed backup, we were the first ones that were gonna go try to get in the fight. Mm-hmm. In fact, we had people fighting against us. They responded that night and that helo got hit and ended up going down. Mm-hmm. Those guys on that helo, I was close to just about every one of them that was in my squadron. Mm-hmm. The deployment before, again, by the grace of God, I had the opportunity to actually be with that troop. And so I went and I operated with those guys almost every every week at least. If not every other night. Like Matt Mills was like a sparring partner to me. Um, hmm. You know, John Foss, we went and did Thai boxing in Holland. I mean, all, all these guys I just, I have these intimate relationships with. So I was blessed to know all of them so well. And when that healing went down, I mean, talk about an emotional roller coaster. You know, I was I was actually home. This is a whole nother part of the story. But I was home and I was supposed to be on that deployment. Mm. Not with those guys, because I was with another troop, but I had deployed with them the previous deployment. So they separated. But I stayed home to take care of my mother, which had cancer. Mm. And I'm taking care of her while and That's I'm why you're
0: sitting here right now. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, it's amazing. I mean I'm
1: here because God's transformed my life through this whole experience. Mm. Uh, but the, being with those guys and that helo going down, um, it changed my life forever. And I know how many lives it impacted. Just saying that's the biggest loss of life in the war on terror period. So many people that didn't understand loss really looked in and be like, whoa, this is a lot deeper than we thought. Mm. You have these tier one guys training their whole lives and boom, they just get ripped away from us. Mm. The intensity of that and going funeral after funeral after funeral. Oh, it's, they're they're mean, all
0: living in one place. Like all of a sudden, everybody's dad is gone.
1: We were, I mean, I was looking at the kids of my brothers, you know, going up to these funerals day after day after day. And uh, you start to ask yourself, you know, the question of like, man, these guys got ripped away. It's like, what, what are we doing this for? You know, mm-hmm. why are we really showing up every single day? Mm-hmm. And to me, the word honor, just started to punch me in the face and in the gut the whole time. How am I going to honor these guys? Because if I had a hard time understanding truly what honor meant Mm -hmm. until I lost them, and even losing guys before, like I had a glimpse, but that really opened my eyes to what honoring the guys that have gone before us really meant. And I was like, I have to live this out. I have to live this out every single day trying to fill their shoes and trying to live a life that they'd be proud of because they were that intense, but they also left children and wives and family members here. Like so many of us know mm. people that have lost somebody else, oh, yeah. that have gone before us. But these guys being the pinnacle of a warrior, I had to start reconciling what it meant to live in that way. How do mm. I honor them? And I think that that's really when my heart was starting to be torn mm. open. I mean, I was in a really deep and dark place throughout that time. Uh, trying to reconcile. I mean, I was literally going through those guys' cages with all their gear that they used, trying to figure out mm. what to do with their gear, you mm. know? And if you can imagine having to do that with all the guys that are like your brothers, yeah. you know, it was, uh, it was tough. But um, it was purposeful. And that's the hunt that I realized that I found a deeper sense of purpose living for them and mm. living for their lives to try to carry that on. And I think mm. that that's what all of us are doing here. We're all carrying on the foundation that's been set for us to be here. Mm. We're not here by accident. Like every Each one of us is here because of a specific set of circumstances that have been laid down for you to have the life, the health, <laughs> the everything that you have, the ability to wake up every day, Amen. and it's that precious to me. And those guys really opened my heart to that, mm. and, then, and then coupling that with faith. But extortion 17 was a huge part of my life and who I am today. And uh, there are so many guys, so many warriors that did such amazing things and have such amazing family members, mm-hmm. even right now and to this day, that are continuing to change the world. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe that uh, you know, it's it was purposeful for a lot of different reasons and, and figuring that out and even helping to give back mm-hmm. to those communities today, you know, the families and everything else is just
0: brother, you you, it's a, it's you important. From the from the time as a as a teenager, just the resilience, you, you found your why in a, in a combo of God, military. Um, coming out, you kept that sense of like, it's, it's challenged more deeply, what's my why now? Getting hit with losing all your friends and, and coming back to, the, you, you can articulate, like it's right, it's right there. Like you're very conscious of why you're on this planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna ask you what's the key to resilience, but I think maybe you just answered it. You know, there's, um, I, I, cause I've seen a lot of people who have been through I mean, in the years of ministry, you get access to people who've been through so much hardship and it just beats them down and then they stay down. Uh, what would you say to someone who's in that place? Maybe someone who even has faith, but it's like, I just can't get up. You know, there's a resilience in you, brother, that's, that's yeah. extraordinary. Like I could see it just looking in your eyes. Uh, you're still that warrior. You, know, you haven't come out of that, but you've transitioned it. The, your identity's not taking a hit. Uh, you, just, you keep bouncing, bouncing back. What, yeah. what do you say to that guy? I lost my job, the easy COVID answer, beat my family down, got my wife left me, whatever it is, like, how yeah. do you come back?
1: I mean the easiest answer, and I have to reverse engineer this in some way, because everybody's gonna hear this differently, but to be at the foot of the cross, mm. to literally find yourself at the foot of the cross. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about honor, and that's the journey of what honor did for me is it made me recognize these men and these warriors on earth, but it also made me realize how much more we're still missing mm-hmm. and how much more I grew through Christ and through God's grace, recognizing that journey, that passion, and that sacrifice, that, that love story, that true and ultimate mm-hmm. sacrifice. There's nothing in this world that even comes close to comparing with that story broken down. And no matter, Gospel, no matter who's yeah. listening, yeah. your journey to get to the foot of the cross or at least understand that moment is what we're all being called to. This short and precious life, anybody that's been through any type of adversity, you're exactly where you're supposed to be because that adversity and that pain has forged you to do something amazing. Mm. And it, may, it might not be right now, A lot of what we struggle with is seeing God's graces and glories come to fruition right now. We all wanna see everything happen right this very moment. Mm. But yet that's not God's timing, (laughs) we all know that. And uh, I've learned that. I feel so blessed to have seen God's timing Mm. work in this life that I know that I have to have patience. And even if something traumatic and devastating happened right this very instant, I have enough confidence and faith and trust in God to know that it's for a very important and eternal reason.
0: That's beyond me. Yet even you know? if I don't see the why of the particulars, God sees the why. He sees, he sees, yep. uh, he sees why he's letting all these things happen. Yep. Not that he causes them to happen, but he lets them. Brother, thanks for being a spiritual warrior. Yeah, man. Seriously. Thank, thanks for taking all that that God placed in you and called you to, all the ambition, all of it, and, and uh, putting it on the spiritual path. Because that, that's the path that everybody can be on. Well, not everybody's gonna be a Navy SEAL, right? Everybody's called to be a saint.
1: They can be a warrior, though. Yeah. You know, we're all called to be a warrior. That's the thing about understanding God's word and, and living that out on a daily basis. The, so you just sparked something in me, is that being a Navy SEAL was tough. Yeah. And I knew that the church is real yeah. because I realized how challenging being a disciplined, faithful, Christian, Truly is. Mm. It doesn't even shake a stick at being a seal, <laughs> and that that is true. In some senses, yeah, yeah. in some senses, it's really almost easy. But in some senses, it's so challenging. I know it's right.
0: Yeah, in I some ways, it's, th- even, it's even harder challenges just, just it, to be, very much just is. to show up for the daily battle. Yeah. <laughs> like Lord, help me not be a jerk today. Right. Exactly. Help me be present to my kids today. Yep. Help me not fall into Amen. greed or like whatever it is, man. Praise God. Okay. How do people find out more about you? Get more of your stuff. I know you do coaching, right? How do people get all this stuff? Give us a URL and where where the, they, where the they easiest, go. For Don Rosso? The
1: easiest place to go to is CrushEverything.com.
0: Crush everything. Crush Everything.com.
1: Made it simple. You know, living Trust that me. lifestyle is important to me. It's I always uh, go back to Ecclesiastes. You know, mm. whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. If mm. you're alive and you have a second left on this earth, you need to put all of your intentionality into it. So that CrushEverything.com kind of culminates. All awesome. of the things that, you know, God's given me as my trade and my my craft. So Praise God. Thanks yeah, so man. much, bro. Thanks, brother. Thanks for sharing from, awesome
0: from your heart and from the yeah. journey. Awesome. Appreciate you. Thanks Thank you. for being with us. Love you guys. Man, wasn't that great? Listen, if you don't want to be happy, be sure not to subscribe. But if you want a more joyful life, the kind of life that God created you for, the kind of life Jesus promised when he said, I came to give you life to the full, then make sure you hit subscribe and share this channel with everybody you know.